0: well good morning good evening and good night my terrible listeners you're tuned in to terrible sex with Nassim I'm producer Dan and each week I have the honor of bringing you registered nurse aspiring sex educator polyamory enthusiast and true woman of the people Nassim she tells us stories, answers our questions, and helps us feel more comfortable around our world's infinite variety of sexuality. Send questions, comments, and especially voice memos to Nassim. This show's best when you're involved. Contact info is on our website at terrible Hey Nassim. Hi, Dan. How's it going?
1: Uh <laughs> it's been a jumble. What a what a fucking week, man. It's been a hell of a week yeah um so back in May, we talked about Roe v Wade, that whole leak happening um with the Supreme Court, and we just sure the, did and just the other day, our pessimism and our fears came to fruition. Hey, you didn't overreact. I didn't overreact for once um and uh, yep. So by the time folks listen to this, we'll have all known that Roe versus Wade was overturned. Um, so the states—it's now a states issue. Um, and it's no—it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody who listens to this podcast that this is a huge. We view it as a huge blow Um to. Healthcare in general to um, just like the sanctity of privacy in this country. Um, because, you know, the last time we talked about it, we talked about um, all the other court cases that this has been the precedent, Roe versus Ways has, has been the precedent for.
0: Right.
1: And, uh, you know, this is just sort of going in the opposite direction of that. So this could affect other things. Um, and I will just, we'll just have to see. Oh, we sure will. What happens. We'll have to see. We'll have to vote. And we'll have to donate and organize.
0: Open your uh, pocketbooks and vote, vote, vote. Yep. Um, Don't let the I'll- minority of this country run this country.
1: Because that's what's happening. That's what's happening is um, a very select few have somehow managed to be the ones who are making the decisions for everyone in America. And it's – honestly, it's terrifying. Like, I'm pretty freaked out. It's been a rough couple days since um, hearing this news. And it's going to affect everyone. You may not think – it's going to affect you or matter to you, but coming down the pike, it's going to affect everybody in some way, shape or form, whether it has to do with abortion or not. It's affecting, I mean, we're already talking about Miranda rights um, being basically unimportant. You know, the police don't, you don't have the right to sue the police if they're not, if you don't get your Miranda rights read to you. Um, there's all sorts of things that are happening and it feels like we're in the worst timeline. Um, but try not to be pessimistic. There are still states. California is trying to become a sanctuary state. Um, Biden is trying to, uh, pass use. I think he's using like executive action or something so that, uh, doctors won't be, um like charge they do abortion services for folks out of their state um states like illinois where it's still legal is expanding their services i actually have a hey, friend that's where I live. yeah me too well for now um i have a friend who actually works for planned parenthood um in the state of illinois and he was telling me last night that they're expanding um their services building new um clinics throughout the state to basically support because we know that people are going to come out of state into Illinois for these services so in some ways, that's a good thing. I mean it's not a good thing that people have to travel um, but
0: there's, there's some glimmers of hope and light in this dark fucking tunnel we find ourselves in
1: yeah absolutely and i think what people need to do especially in states where trigger laws have gone into effect where um it will no longer be or is no longer legal uh all i can say is just be careful if you are traveling. You know, a lot of people are saying if you use a period tracker on your phone or any kind of digital service, don't use it anymore. Um, use pen and paper. Don't do anything that can track you digitally. Um, it sounds nuts and it sounds like maybe a little over the top, but we're kind of in a climate where anything is possible, where your information is. Can be found and used against you in a court of law. So, um, be vigilant, be careful, and
0: um, use vote. that birth control. That shit's use, illegal.
1: Yeah, for now, for now. Look out,
0: look out for your buddies. Get them
1: some birth control.
0: Make yeah, it but cool. Be,
1: but be careful. Don't. I would recommend not stockpiling on birth control. One because that does expire. And also, uh, so it becomes less effective um, if you keep it for a long period of time. And also, there are people who need it right now. So there's there's already a shortage for plan B. Don't make it inaccessible to people who need it now. Um, And yes, use contraception um, to kind of avoid all of this. I, I would never say to stop having sex because that's garbage and that's, I think that's kind of what they want us to do Um, because it affects, it doesn't just affect like the straight heteronormative community either. Right. Like Somebody, somebody like me who is in a polyamorous relationship, like there's always a risk of pregnancy of, There's always risks when you have any kind of sexual relation, but, um, like, I don't want kids at all, but the idea of getting pregnant by someone who's not my husband is also terrifying to me. So it's something that's always kind of been in the back of my mind, even though I'm on an implant birth control. Um, I, it's still something I think about. We've talked about this before. So... Yeah, I think it's I think for every woman and every person with a uterus right now is we're all a little freaked out. <laughs> um so be kind and gentle with us, please. Um and understand our anger. Um and that's kind of all I have to say about that right now, but I couldn't not talk about it.
0: I agree.
1: Yeah, so. So what kind
0: of funny shit do you have to tell us this week, Naseem?
1: Mostly just kind of talking about how things have been going, really. Um, yeah, lay it out. Yeah, so this is more of like a personal update episode. Um, so <laughs> remember how my husband and my best friend and I had a threesome? We've talked about this a lot lately. Yeah, we have. Well, I got a text message. Uh, last night or this morning, and my husband's like, hey, I'm hanging out with, you know, my friend today. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so my husband and best friend are like basically on a date today without me. And Uh-oh. I don't and I don't know if it's like a romantic thing. I don't know if they're gonna bang. I don't know if it's just friendly hanging out. But I told both of them separately in separate text messages. I was like, if you guys fool around, like, I'm okay with that. <laughs>
0: but now, like, if they did, do you want, like, the play-by-play text action while they're doing it? Maybe some hot, steamy ticks?
1: not. Okay. No, I don't. I would just, like... I don't know because I kind of – I'm a strong believer that people's business is their business and like – But you've what been ha- in both
0: of their business.
1: I have been both in their business. But if they choose to do something on their own, it's not – I don't believe that it's my business even though she's my best friend and he's my husband. Because sure. it's their interaction, I don't believe that has – it has nothing to do with me.
0: No, I wasn't saying like – I, I wasn't asking you if you needed to be check checking in on them via text. Like, would that do it for you if they were texting you all their hot action and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Could you could you have a uh sexting three way? Could
1: I have a sexting three way?
0: When they're together? No, do I, don't, I don't
1: I don't know. think so. I don't all think right. it would do it for me. I well I'll think, think I... of
0: other things that will, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> I think um I think I would, because of my pure curiosity, I would want to know if they fucked. <laughs> like, they don't have to tell me. Like, it doesn't matter, right? Like, they don't have to tell me. I just think it would be like, I'm just curious. Like, I just want to know <laughs> right. more than anything else. Not that I well, would do anything with that information, but. Jar,
0: best friend. I hope you guys are having a nice time, and I hope you two send me a hot text. <laughs> to the Sims website,
1: so um, I can read it on the air. Yeah, who knows? And I could just be like blowing this out of proportion. They're probably going to listen to this and be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" No, we weren't going to bang. But I mean, if you did, that's okay too. <laughs> um, I also, <laughs> I also went away this past weekend.
0: Oh, I saw. I saw it on the gram. Ah. You saw it on the
1: gram? I did. Are you friends with me on Instagram? Oh, yeah. Oh, are you the guy that I can't figure out who it is? Probably. <laughs> okay. There's somebody who like likes all of my Instagram stuff, and I can't figure <laughs> out who this person is. And I'm like, is that Dan? Yeah, that's probably me. Okay. All right. I'll text you and ask you. Like, I'll ask you the screen name and be like, is this you? Um,
0: I'll send you back a dick pic. That's all I do on Instagram.
1: Okay, <laughs>
0: that's not true. It's not true. To my no. mother-in-law, who's listening, I've never done that on Instagram <laughs> or anywhere.
1: Just not on Instagram, Snapchat maybe, because there's no evidence. Um,
0: never snapchatted. Never, really? never chatted a
1: snap. Snapchat's such a funny place because it's like when it first came out, and I was still like very seated in monogamy. I was so offended by the idea of snapchat because i'm like oh it's just an app that makes it possible to cheat like so i was so prudish about snapchat because you know the images and the text they can go away like they do go away after a period of time unless you save them right and i thought this was just like so heinous um but now i use it all the time (laughs) but yeah, so I went away with this weekend with my partner here in Chicago to uh House on the Rock up in Wisconsin. Yeah. Which I don't know how to describe this place. It is it it is so weird. Have you ever listened to American Gods? No. Or read American Gods, I should say. Nope. Okay. It's it's basically it's Neil Gaiman. It's like Old gods fighting new gods in the United States. It's like a road trip epic. It's there's a lot going on. It's pretty fantastic. But it takes, but there's a some plot points that take place at House on the Rock. And there's okay. like this giant, there's this like giant carousel. I don't know how to describe this place. It's just big and it's weird. But that's not the point. The point is we stayed at a hotel. And the hotel had themed rooms hotel rooms which they call mm. fa- which they called fantasy suites what did you get a fantasy suite we sure as fuck did buddy <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was your room what was your room
1: so there weren't a lot of because we booked it so last minute there weren't a lot available but let me let me tell you some options okay, okay. <laughs> now some of them are not exactly what one would consider like uh like pc <laughs> politically correct like there is one called like i think it's called indian summer and like the bedroom like the bed is in like a tp or something like totally not okay yeah that's there's,
0: that's that's a little old school
1: yeah there's days. like a there's like a geisha room and it's like vaguely like <sighs> it's just like not cool in that way but they also had rooms where there was like a dun- a medieval dungeon room where there were like shackles on the bed. That's the one I really wanted, but it was unavailable. There was also a uh, they had like a uh, a replica of like the Apollo space shuttle, and you could sleep <laughs> in the space
0: shuttle. Uh, well, Apollo was not a space shuttle; that was a
1: capsule. That's what I meant. It was a capsule. Still cool. Still cool. Still cool. I couldn't think of the word. But yeah. So it was it was weird. The one we stayed in was the jungle room. Whoa. So you walk in Did, and then they like,
0: have loincloths hanging up when you walk in.
1: Uh, no, but there were some, I think there's like a uh, like a cheetah print like blanket on the bed. <laughs> It's a start. It's a start, but there was like fake plants everywhere, and then they built. What was cool about all these fan suites is that they had a like two to four person hot tub in every room.
0: Nice. So friends in the parking lot. uh,
1: No, but we did want to go and like ask other people. Like at breakfast and stuff. Like, what kind of room are you in? Are you in one of the Fanta suites? Can we check it out? Like, I was, really want. Was this to find... place just Fanta suites, or did they have uh, other other things too? They had regular, like standard rooms, but like, why would you stay in a standard? Room? Right, fucking lame. If you have the option of staying in, like Arabian Nights, <laughs> versus, <laughs> which was an option, uh, versus like was. a regular, like standard. Two queen bedroom? Fuck that. So no, so and the Fanta Suites specifically say they're for two adults and no children. What? It's this place is like a swingers heaven. I swear to God. I think that like what they we need to do is we need to get like a group of swingers or like a kink party or something to rent out the hotel. That's nice. like my that's my dream. <laughs> but anyway. And then
0: we're gonna we're gonna live stream right from there. <laughs>
1: Dude, we can't live screen- stream sex parties. <laughs> it's not okay. I don't know how many times I have to tell you this. Um, I don't get it. You don't get it. Everybody <laughs> I'm sign just a waiver. Everybody sign <laughs> right. a waiver. Um, but anyway, so in this particular jacuzzi in the jungle room had it was like they made the spa area of this room look like inside of a cave. They literally Ooh poured cement to make it look and feel like you were in a cave. And so and they had the water came in through this like fake waterfall on the side of the the cave wall into the hot tub. Dude, I've never had sex in a hot tub before. And oh buddy, I never want to do it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> some drinks i was feeling pretty loosey-goosey we're both like naked in the hot tub and it was really funny because i said to him i'm like we're getting ready to go in the hot tub and i'm like should i put my bathing suit on like i was feeling i've had sex with this guy numerous times
0: at least at least three
1: at, (laughs) at least three i've had sex with this guy numerous times We've seen each other naked a bunch, but for whatever reason, being in this like different environment in the hotel room, I was like, awkward. (laughs) Like, I I, like didn't, I was awkward. I'm like, cause we'd never been like naked in a tub before. It was like, that was new. And I... I'm like, should I put my bathing suit on? He's like, Nassim, the whole reason I got this room was for us to take a like naked bath together. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> as long as we're as long as we're on the same page. So, so like the water's really warm and I'm putting my head underneath like the waterfall, getting all sexy, like, right? And we start making out in the bathtub. And I've never been so turned on in my life being like being like underwater and I'm making out with this guy and he's touching me and the next thing I know I'm like on my back like floating in the water it seemed like and he's hard as a rock (laughs) and but he's got his like hands up me and i am like making i'm like on another planet like making noises i've never made before i can't this is jungle noises (laughs) it was i was like (laughs) yeah i was in the jungle and i was and it was after 10 p.m and they had quiet hours after 10 p.m so there was like a little part of the back of my brain that's like be quiet. You don't want the neighbors to hear you. Fuck the neighbors. Let them hear.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, we're in the jungle
1: room. Oh my gosh. It was crazy. And, uh, I, yeah, it was, it was something else. But so then I, so then like he makes me come in the bed. Ba- now for the record, you really shouldn't have sex in a hot tub or any, or like while submerged, like it's not actually that good for you. It can mess up with like your pH and like, because like douching is bad for sure. for if you have a vagina. But sometimes
0: you got to play with your body and push it to <sighs> the limit.
1: Oh my god! And I pushed it to the limit. He did too, <laughs> and I'm like, so he makes me orgasm. Bless him. And and then he's like no longer hard for some reason because he's like got his rocks off just like watching me come. So then we like, I'm like spent, I am passed out. And so we're like, okay, it's time to, and we stay in the, be- in the Whirlpool for, God, it felt like 10 hours, but I think it was on like another like 45 minutes or something. And then we go to bed and we're both exhausted. And I, because I'm a giver, I start apologizing to him. And I'm like, I'm sorry that I came, and now we're too tired, and you're not hard anymore, and I can't get you off. And I'm like having all this fucking guilt, right? And he looks at me, and he's like, "Naseem, how many times have I come and you haven't?" And I'm like, "Well," <laughs> he's like, "I mean, that's a that's a good point." He's like, "This is for you, baby." <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> so uh, that was a good night. It was a good night. <laughs> Sounds like it. It was a good night. I mean, I know bathtubs are not good for you, like, to have, like, sex in them. But if you're willing to take the risk, 10 out of 10. 10 out of
0: <laughs> 10, 10.
1: 10 out of 10, man. Especially with somebody who, like, gives a shit about your pleasure and, like, enjoys seeing you ride. Like, afterwards, he's like, you're saying and doing stuff that, like, I've. Didn't know it was possible. And I'm like, well, there you have it. So (laughs) it was a lot of fun. Highly recommend. Not terrible sex. The terrible part is I probably have a UTI now. But
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, from all the other terrible sex that happened in that hot tub shortly before you guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was thinking about it. I'm like, man, because I've been in a hot tub like at a hotel before. Like, Jar and I, we went to a hotel in, like, northern Michigan, like, two years ago. And it had, like, one of those heart-shaped hot tubs in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> we stay in this hot tub, and we notice that there's, like, floaties in it. Like, oh, the, the either the thing hadn't been used in a while... Or they just, like, never cleaned it because there was, like, weird scum buildup on the top of it after we turned the jets on. And we're like, mm, we're going to fo- forego this one. <laughs> so we immediately sho- we immediately showered and, like, never used that hot tub while we were there, which was a real <laughs> bummer. But we didn't, like, my partner here, we did not have that experience at this hotel in Wisconsin. So um, highly recommend it if you're into kitsch. It's called the Don Q Inn. It is,
0: and we'll have a link right there in
1: the show notes. Have a link. It's it's the kind of place you walk into, and you either like it's either exactly what you're looking for, or it is not at all what you're looking right. for. Because you see, read some of the reviews, and some of the reviews are like, "Oh, it's so like old and needs to be updated, and it's kind of grimy and like this, that, and the other thing." And I'm like, it is a cheesy, tacky, fantasy suite hotel. It is exactly what it says it is. Like, it is perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, I think and, I'd be into that. Especially considering we were going to this like weird fucking tourist attraction as well. It was like the perfect weekend. I loved right. it. I loved it. Well, good. Yeah, had a great time. So, I'm glad to hear it. Yep. So, let's move on to questions. I got. <laughs> Nothing else. I am like tapped it's all right. this week. I got, I am, like, I got emotion- good ones for you. I am emotionally tapped out this week. So the idea of having like a long drawn out story was just like too much for me.
0: No, I think I think this went perfect. I think this one great. Was all right. Hey, Seam. When she says come for me, is that a good or a bad thing?
1: It's a great thing. What's the question? Like I don't understand. If she is saying Come for me. That is her telling you that she wants it. She wants you. She's into it. She is like one hundred percent, like down and in the moment, and she just can't get enough of you. Come for me is like it should be a huge compliment. Hey,
0: Nassim, I'm a married man in my thirties and have a good sex life with my wife. For a while now, I've had fantasies about anal stuff. I often fantasize about being pegged, which she's not into. But when I do fantasize about it, it's never really the man in the fantasy that gets me going. Just his cock. Is this just some type of fetish? If so, can you point me in the right direction to what it's called?
1: Listen, the anus is a wonderful place. It's It's totally okay and normal to want to be pegged. Um, It's, I wouldn't call it a specific fetish. I think it's probably more of a kink. It's more of an interest, um, a desire you have. The trouble here is you sound like you want your wife to peg you, and she is not interested. Um, and that is hard when two people's sexualities don't necessarily line up. I would, if it's something that's super important to you and something you really want to try, I would really try to have an honest, open conversation with her about why you want it. And, you know, you can tell her, like, you don't have to use your hands. We can find a toy. Um there are lots of butt plugs. You can even do like a prostate massager too, where it's something that you can insert yourself. And you know, you could even give her control of the remote. And so she can like get you off on her, her own. And she may find great pleasure in doing that. I know the first time I pegged somebody, I felt like the most powerful being on the planet. Like I pegged somebody once, like the first time And I was like, is this what being a man is like? Like it was, it felt so powerful and she may feel the same way if she were to try it. But again, it's only if, you know, you can, if she, if she's interested in it Um, and I would, and if it's really important to you, I think that that's a conversation you need to have in terms of getting the real thing. Again, a conversation with your wife, would she be interested in a third player uh would you know is that something that she might be open to if like she doesn't want to penetrate you would she be okay with somebody else doing it in her presence um there's like a lot to talk about here in order to make this happen for you um but again it's it's gonna come down to communicating
0: yeah and look if you wanna do some butt stuff in the presence of your wife you can baby step up to that you don't have to just get her a giant cock to shove in you like the first night you guys try something that's if she's not into butt stuff at the moment then there's some 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 baby steps you could take before before Absol- everybody jumps into the deep end
1: absolutely of course i'm going like i'm going at the opposite extreme here but uh there are definitely things. You know, she could watch while you try to insert something yourself. Um, I'm also interested in, have you ever done anything anally to her? So she kind of, like, if that was something she was interested for herself to see, like, what it's like if you've never done anything anally before together. Um, there's a lot of experimenting that sounds like needs to happen before yeah. you can get to... You know, a giant, like, cowboy cock. Uh, and, and of course, you're not going to be ready for that. If you've never done anal, you are not going to be ready for anything other than, like, a finger. <laughs> Singular.
0: So <laughs> Baby steps, my man. Baby steps. Keep
1: that in mind. And if she doesn't want to use, uh, you know, she can always put a glove on if she's worried about, like, any, like, fecal situation if you know bring that up as a as an option but yeah baby steps for sure hey
0: nasim my wife and i are married 18 years with two kids and have sex on average only once every other month it's her choice not mine i feel this is i feel this is below the normal amount she thinks it's normal for our age we're in our early 40s is either of us
1: correct um it's not so much an age thing um so much as it is just, like, a life thing. Um, You know, you've got kids. I imagine you're both working. You're both really busy. Things do slow down with familiarity, with life stuff. Um, We've had a similar question to this in the past, and the conclusion that I think, Dan, you sort of came to and I agreed with you was maybe just taking sex off the table and if you want to spice up your sex life or have sex more often don't make the relationship about sex and like don't focus on it because that just puts more pressure on both of you and to go out on dates and like do romantic-y type things that and make that more of a regular Occasion without the expectation of sex. And then eventually, sex will probably come um, with that because you'll like find excitement in each other again. And she may become more interested in you if you're like giving her a reason to want to have sex with you. Remember, women, I'm speaking specifically in like heteronormative relationships here, just because she's your wife doesn't mean she owes you sex. Right. And so maybe think about why she's not interested in having sex with you. What are you doing in the relationship to turn her on? Are what are you, you
0: doing with your kids? Is she fucking exhausted at the end of the day? Right. Taking exactly. The kids to the park for an hour.
1: Like, is she caregiving for your children? Is she also working? Is she cooking? Is she cleaning? Is she doing all of the things and being like essentially your caregiver and then? She's also expected to have sex with you. Give her reason to want to have sex with you because she may not see you as a sexual being anymore because of, but she's not going to tell you that, right? Because that's a hard conversation to have, but she may not see you as a sexual creature anymore because she feels more like your mother than your partner. So not to say that that is the case. But I would examine your life. But you make sure
0: it's not the case.
1: Yes, it's up to you, buddy. It's up to you to make that call. Um,
0: Yeah, make sure that she's getting the support that you can give her. You know, be a good partner, and uh, yeah, then then and, and and don't don't make it about putting your dick in a hole. Exactly. You know, make it about connection. If you need to get off, you know. That's not her responsibility, but maybe she's cool with being in your presence while that happens. Uh, it doesn't have to be all PIV. Maybe she's willing to help you in other ways, and that can be quite enjoyable.
1: And you can also help her out, too, both in domestically and sexually. It's not all about you.
0: Yeah, man. I hope my wife doesn't listen to this one. <laughs> Fuck. She she's gonna be like, you knew all those things already?
1: <laughs> Dan, don't disappoint me. <laughs> oh,
0: God bless her. Hey Nassim, if a girl is five seven and weighs 108 pounds, can an eight-inch dick hurt the girl? Thanks.
1: I'm just blinking over and over again. Um,
0: right First kiss a girl, and then then ask questions about the next step.
1: I'm skipping this one. It upsets me too much.:
0: <laughs> Well, I'll take this one. Listen, you don't have an eight- inch cock. You don't have a girlfriend who's five seven and weighs one hundred and eight pounds that wants your eight- inch cock in her body. So don't sweat it. Everything is fine. And if you have an eight inch cock and a five, seven girlfriend that weighs 108 pounds and she wants that eight inch cock in her body, she'll let you know if it hurts
1: or not. And there it is. Folks couldn't have said it better myself.
0: (laughs) Also just try to be nice around girls and see if they'll kiss you first.
1: I mean, that's kind of the key. Be nice to the people you're interested in and maybe they'll let you kiss them and do other stuff to their bodies and with their bodies and with yours
0: too and ask them if what you're doing hurts
1: yeah that's pretty important
0: real important hey nassim as a male i really like anal fingering but i'm worried because i heard it might cause serious damage to the rectum and other parts in there also are there any tips on how I should finger myself? And should I use virgin coconut oil as lube? This will be very helpful.
1: Thank you. Okay, so it's actually a good question. Um, because the mucosal lining of the anus and the um, into the rectum is Get very...
0: Pens, p- and papers out, pa- pens and papers out. We're getting into <laughs> an anatomy and
1: physiology, folks. Not that much. Uh, because it's a very sensitive area, it's very thin. The whole purpose of that part of your body is to absorb um, to absorb uh, liquid and moisture out from your stool. Um, it's a very porous membrane, and it's very thin. So if you're not – I don't want to say – if you're not careful, you can – um rupture or um tear skin down there. Um, but like it's not dangerous, right? So here are some tips. Keep your nails short. Keep them keep your nails short. Keep them clean and filed. Make sure you have good hygiene. Wash your hands before and after penetration. Um and if you're new to it, just one finger at a time um, and go in and don't, you're not going to like force it in, not back and forth. If you're just starting anal play, you want to just kind of rub around the outside of the anus, get yourself like nice and worked up and loose, as loose as you can. Of course, using lube, coconut oil is fine. It's a good one. I've used it before. Um I also uh, recommend a water-based lubricant, especially if you're using toys. But anyway, Mm -hmm. use your finger. You want to go in a little bit and just hold it there for a while. Get used to the feeling of something inside of your ass. And then um, you can work it out and then back into that same point. As things start to loosen up, you can gently increase the amount of your finger inside but, uh, yeah, don't just, like, start pumping and thrusting into yourself if, you've, if you're have if you new to it, okay? Because um, then, yeah, you can cause some damage. You could end up with a prolapsed anus, and you don't want that. So go slow, go gently, use lube. Have fun. Most of all. Hey, Nassim,
0: what's a good way to spice up a dick pic? I've seen hundreds of dick pics, but I'm willing to bet if you put them all back to back, they practically look identical. What's a fun but interesting way to spice up a dick pic?
1: So I don't know (laughs) if it's now if this is a consensual dick pic, if this is a dick pic that someone wants to receive, because I'll tell you what, most people not a fan of the unsolicited dick pic. But if this is a consenting recipient, here's what you do. No one gives a shit about just a close-up of your dick. Because you're right. They all look the same. And dicks are... I'm sorry. They're kind of like... There's a reason why men want to see a naked woman and women want to see men in a suit. Like, there's (laughs) there's a distinct difference between what men and women find sexy, okay? So... But if you're going to send a dick pic, here's what you do. Angle the camera not straight on your penis, okay? You actually want to take it from an angle. I would recommend laying down, okay? Have your, you know, I'm assuming your penis will be erect, right? Stroke it if you want to. But angle it so the camera is sort of like coming down your shoulder. And so it's getting a um a trace of your like your torso, your chest and like and it's the the angle is getting a picture of your chest going down along your 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 dick. Ooh, that does sound hot. Yeah. Also, maybe hold your penis and like kind of hold it to the side a little bit so it's not showing the whole thing. Like give it a little tease. So it's not, it's not showing the whole penis. You're just sort of showing like your, your um, pubis and your hip and like maybe the top of your thigh. And you see it like the base of the dick, but not the whole thing. Your hands are covering it because, hey guys, people really like hands. People love to see hands. It's a very sexy, hands are sexy. So um, a little bit of, teasing a little bit of titillation if there's like a blanket that's like covering like half of the penis like you can they can see um like your hips and the top of your thigh and like you know there's a bulge and you can see it like a little bit of the penis same thing with like holding your hand over it drape like a sheet like a thin sheep's sheet so you can see the outline of the dick but maybe not the whole thing in view pictures in gray sweatpants Without boxers on, wear some gray sweatpants. No boxers, so you can see the outline of your dick and take a photo of that. People go crazy for it. I could have a whole. I should have a whole blog post about that. I, I
0: did not think that you were going to have this kind of answer. This is good. Uh, oh, I this watch. Is,
1: a, this is fire. I watch a lot of boudoir photography TikTok. <laughs> so
0: well well done i was gonna say better to have a funny dick than an ugly dick so get yourself a sharpie and draw a mustache and some glasses on <laughs> you it. can
1: also do that there's actually somebody that i was follow. i forgot the guy's name but there was somebody on fat life i used to follow who used to do these like really funny photos of his dick and like he would take the picture and then he would he would like digitally draw like eyes and a mouth and like arms on it and it'd be like doing different tasks it was just like hilarious I and like so that. so charming but if you're going for sexy angle shots a little bit of silhouette under like a sheet or like a bulge and some gray sweatpants That's that's the ticket a close up of your dick no one gives a shit about
0: good to know and with that, like, I, don't, I don't think that we could finish any stronger than that. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: There's, I mean, strong finish all the way around.
0: Well done. Well done. Well, I guess we'll do it again next week.
1: We sure will. Thanks for following me on this kind of tangential episode, but I think it needed to happen this week. Yeah, it was a fun one still. I liked it. Good. I'm glad. Thanks for joining me, Dan. You got it. Thanks for See ya.
0: Seam wants all her terrible listeners to know that although she is a medical professional, she is not your medical professional. This podcast is not medical advice. If you want medical advice, please seek out your very own health care provider. Terrible Sex with the Seam is part of the Terrible Podcast Network.